We're continuing our series on the Western Wall. Today, we're going to consider the name of the wall. In Israel, the Western Wall is referred to as Hakotel Hamavi, meaning the Western Wall. Some Christians refer to the wall as the Wailing Wall. This term is offensive to many Jewish people. It places emphasis on the fact that the temple was destroyed and we, the Jewish people, have been displaced. The Jewish Virtual Library states that there's no doubt that the Hebrew term Hakotel, Hama'arvi, or the Western Wall, is far older than the term the Wailing Wall. Their article states that there's a saying attributed to Rabbi Achba, himself a 4th century scholar, that even after the destruction of the Temple, the Shekinah, God's presence in the world, never leaves the Western Wall. The term the English term Wailing Wall came into use in the 19th century as the following passage from Samuel Manning's Those Holy Fields, written in 1873, illustrates. A little farther along the western retaining wall, we came to the wailing place of the Jews. Here the Jews assemble every Friday to mourn over their fallen state. Some press their lips against the crevices in the masonry as though imploring an answer from some unseen presence within. In Judaism, the term Wailing Wall is used very seldom, but Mr. Manning's writing, his passage about imploring an answer from some unseen presence within, is not far from the truth. The wall is usually referred to as the Western Wall in Israel, but often it is simply referred to as Hakotel, the wall. By using the term the wall, we imply this is the most important wall of all. Kotel is not the common word for wall. In modern Hebrew, the, the most frequent word used is kiel. The scriptures make use of several words, in, including kiel. However, according to the Jewish virtual library, the term kotel is reserved for special idioms. What does the word kotel imply? What special significance does it hold? There are three occurrences in the scriptures of the word kotel. Two are Aramaic and one in Hebrew. Let's examine those three passages. Turn to Ezra chapter 5. We had returned from the Babylonian captivity to rebuild Jerusalem and the Holy Temple. When we returned, we found the land inhabited by unsympathetic and unfriendly tribes from other nations. They warned the Persian emperor that the Jewish people were planning a rebellion against his reign. Accordingly, the emperor ordered the work on the temple to stop. The prophets Haggai and Zechariah encouraged Zerubbabel, the Jewish governor, and Joshua, the high priest, to restart the work on the temple. The foreign tribes wrote a letter to Emperor Darius. Ezra chapter 5, verse 8 includes part of that second letter. Be it known unto the king that we went to the province of Judea, to the house of the great God, which is builded with great stones and timbers laid in the walls, and this work goeth fast on and prospereth in their hands. The word walls here is translated from the Hebrew word kotel. We see kotel associated with the temple of God, with the house of God. In Daniel chapter 5, Belshazzar, the king, offers a feast to thousands of his lords. As his celebration, he called for golden and silver vessels that had been looted from the temple in Jerusalem years before. Belshazzar wanted them for use in his feast to praise gods of gold, of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and stone. Suddenly, the king and his guests saw a terrifying sight. 
Daniel chapter 5, verse 5 records, In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand, and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace, and the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Again, we see a reference to a wall in Hebrew kotel. The term kotel is associated with the wall in the dwelling place of a king. It is also associated with the God of Israel working a miracle and declaring that he is a true God over all nations. That is how the word kotel is used in this passage. The Western Wall is also a place, a wall associated with the king. Not just King Solomon or King Herod, but the king of heaven and earth. It is a place where God does miracles. Because in the temple, the God of Israel said that people are not to praise gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stones. All nations will worship in Jerusalem, and the temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. The final use of the word kotel appears in the Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon is considered an allegory, a parable about God's love for his people. Verses 8 and 9 of chapter 2 read, The voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he stands behind our wall. He looketh forth at the shadows, at the windows, showing himself through the lattice. Where's the king in this chapter? He's behind our wall just as God's temple is behind the western wall. The kotel is important because it brings to mind the temple that once stood on the mount. It symbolizes the temple that once stood in Jerusalem and will stand again. The kotel represents our king. The kotel represents our God. This wall reminds us that the king stands behind the wall, as it were, on the temple mount looking for us and waiting for the time we'll be together again. Join us as we explore the wonders of the Western Wall in our next installment in this series. We will consider the question, what exactly is the Western Wall?